This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. Welcome to Inside the Jungle. I am your co-host, Chandler Fullman, and I am joined alongside my other co-host, Jace Phillips. Um, Jace, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, Chandler. How about yourself? I can't complain. Uh, but let's get started. I mean, we we'll might as well just jump right into it. Um, the SEC schedule, it was just released last week, and Auburn, um, in my opinion, tends to have a pretty favorable um SEC schedule up until the last three games. Um, but we're going to just take it in little three-game chunks um, at a time. But before we do that, let me just get Jace's initial thoughts on the SEC schedule um, as a whole. Yeah, I feel like we, like Chandler said, I do feel like we got a pretty favorable draw um, up, up until those last three games. Uh, but I do think that there will be some teams this year that um, in the past couple of years maybe have been lower-tier teams that, um, you know, we just don't know a lot about because of new rosters that um, that you can never be too careful and never take too t- uh, any team uh, too careful. So, um, like I said, initial, initially I think we have a pretty favorable draw, but um, I do think that we have some games in there you've really got to um, – go into with the right mindset or you could uh, come out with an L. Yeah, I mean, on any given night, you can get beat in the SEC. Um, we we know that. We have proof of that um, from the last few years. The SEC is a league that is not a joke. Um, I mean, from top teams like Kentucky, Tennessee, Auburn, um, I'm not going to say that other team across the state because they're not a top team. Um, but – um, to, to the bottom, the bottom teams, um, the past few years have been like South Carolina, uh, Vanderbilt, um, Missouri, but any team can beat you on any given night. So, but we'll, uh, go ahead and get started with the talk, discussing the schedule here. Um, the first three games include Florida at home and then at Georgia and then Arkansas at home. Um, and I, I definitely obviously think that the Arkansas game at home is the most notable game in that three game stretch. But, um, with, I mean, with Arkansas being a, a top 10 team, um, and I think that's obviously the most notable game. Eric Musselman has done a great job there. Um, but what are your, what are your thoughts, Jace? I would have to agree. I think Arkansas is definitely the, the game that, brings the most excitement um, just because Arkansas is, you know, projected to finish uh, close to the top, if not finishing that top spot in the SEC this year. Um, uh, But I also think that that Florida game is very intriguing. They just hired uh, former Bruce Pearl assistant Todd Golden. And um, so I think that game will bring lots of excitement for Bruce to, to get to coach against one of his former assistants. And also I, I feel like we, are remembering uh, very, very much that last game against Florida over there and how we just didn't play very well and uh, kind of like we were talking about, just one of those games that going into it, you know, I feel like we, we pretty much thought we would come out with a win, but um, just not a very good performance, and I think we'll be wanting to uh, regroup from that and kind of come out and look really good against them. And it's at home. I feel like that's – that's a huge 
huge plus and huge thing to point out because I feel like at home, you know, we can beat any team in the country any night. Uh, so, you know, playing in Neville Arena, I just think that it's, you know, it's a special place. It's a special atmosphere. And, you know, any team's going to have trouble against us no matter what, uh, you know, what ranking that team may have. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that Florida game as well against Todd Golden. Um, that should be uh, that should be a fun game. Um, I saw pictures of Stephen Pearl um, got married um, a few weeks ago, and I saw pictures of I believe Todd Golden at that wedding. Um, and so the the Golden family is still good friends with the Pearls. Um, so that'll be a that'll be an interesting game, but. The next three games, uh, January 10th at Ole Miss, January 14th, Mississippi State comes to Auburn, and then um, January um, 18th at LSU. So that is two road games, one home game versus Mississippi State. Um, what what do you think the, the most noteworthy game of that bunch is? I think right there, um, I would probably say Ole Miss. Um, the last few years, we have really struggled on the road at Ole Miss. Um, and so I think that's a game to really pay, play close attention to. And most of the time, um, the reason we have performed the way we do over there is just because we've had such a slow start. So I feel like that game in particular, it's very important to, to get out to a fast start and not to fall so far behind so early. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'm also intrigued about the January 18th matchup at LSU um, with with their new head coach, um, whose name I cannot think of uh, right now. But LSU, that, that matchup uh, should be an interesting matchup, especially, I think, for um, Yoan uh, Traor. Yoan Traor was the, the the previous LSU commit. Um, so I'm, I'm intrigued how he, how he approaches that matchup and how he um, does in that game. Um, the next three games include January 21st at South Carolina and then two home games following that, Texas A&M at home and Georgia at home. Um, those three games, in my opinion, probably are the three, the, the, the weakest three game stretch that we're going to face all SEC schedule. I can guarantee you that one or two of those teams is going to give Auburn a test. They're not just going to. It's, they're not just going to float through those three games, are they? No, nope, I don't think so. And I, I think one of those games to to note is Texas A and M. They are the one SEC team that has just given us fits at home. And I think that you know they'll probably do the same this year. And so I think that game will bring lots of excitement. I think that it, it'll be a really tough game. Um, and, you know, I feel like Buzz is doing a really good job at Texas A&M. You know, he brought lots of excitement um, on that run they had in the SEC tournament. And um, they're probably still feeling a little upset that they got gypped of a NCAA tournament appearance. So I think they'll they'll be on a revenge tour this season for sure. And I think South Carolina is an intriguing matchup with their uh, first-year head coach, Lamont, I think – so, I can't remember his name exactly, um, but he's a younger guy. Um, and I'm pretty sure that South Carolina uh, has one of the best players in the freshman class. And 
I thought Frank Martin was a heck of a head coach. Yes, um, I did too. I don't really, I don't agree with them firing him um, or giving his his uh, spot up. But at the end of the day, that's not my decision. So um, at all, I have no say in that. Um, but yeah, this uh, I, I just found him on the roster. Gregory G.G. Jackson, I believe. Um, he was yes. one of the top recruits in the nation. And he, he was one we were also very much after. Yeah, so a six nine freshman, two hundred and fifteen pounds, and I believe he's right out of uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Yes. Um. So the the hometown kid. Um. I'll be interested in how South Carolina does this year with the first year head coach and 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 Gigi Jackson. Yes. Hey, Auburn fans! I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Um, this next three-game stretch, this is another um, three-game stretch that I feel like could give us lots of trouble. At Tennessee on February 4th, at Texas A&M on February 7th, and then Alabama at home on February 11th. Um, in particular, those two road games back-to-back at Tennessee and at Texas A&M, I feel like that could give us lots of trouble. Um, Tennessee, you know, Another strong recruiting class coming in and also some key players returning. Texas A&M, like I just mentioned, I feel like they're going to really want something to prove this year after not getting in the tournament this past year. Um, and then Alabama at home. Um, Alabama brought in some some strong transfers. Um, they did lose some key players, but they also got some, some new additions. Um, but having that game at home, um, we always – tend to show up obviously the iron bowl of basketball but at home um away no matter where that game's at we you know we always tend to show up and really perform well um but th- that stretch that three game stretch right there those are going to be three teams that i could very well see making the tournament this year yeah i'm i'm excited uh for that three game stretch uh at tennessee um that should be a heck of a matchup right there and then, um, not to bypass A&M, but the game at home versus Alabama should be really fun. 
um, against uh, Alabama and and NIT Oats. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, I meant Nate Oats. Nate Oats. I'm I'm excited for that. Um, and hopefully, um, I mean, our football team has looked so good. Um, we should be being presented with the Foy the Foy Trophy um, during that game. We'll see. That's all I'll say about that. Next three game stretch: February 14th versus. Uh, Missouri at home, uh, and then at Vanderbilt, and then Ole Miss at home. That's another, I feel like, pretty easy three-game stretch. I would I would have to agree. I think that, you know, Missouri and Ole Miss at home, those are two games that you should win. Um, and at Vanderbilt, that is, that is one that you should win, but for some reason it's one of those places on the road that we always tend to struggle. And, you know, here in – Players and coaches talk about playing in that, um, playing at Vanderbilt through the years. They, you know, I hear that it's hard to, to shoot in that arena and in that gym. So I think that, you know, that could, that game could trip us up just because of the dimensions of, of how it's built. Yeah. Vanderbilt, it's a horrible gym. I mean, it's in a hole. I feel like you got to sit at the end of the court. I mean, who does that? You know, um, and then the court is kind of above level, above the benches. Um, the benches are not actually on the court, but they are probably two feet um, below the court. And I'm not a fan of Memorial Gymnasium or Memorial Coliseum at all. Um, but nobody asked me for my opinion, um, but I'm giving it anyways. Um, but, yeah, that should uh, – I feel like that should be a pretty easy uh, three-game stretch, um, but we can't get caught up overlooking any of those teams. Um, but that'll lead us right into the the last three-game stretch, which I think is by far the most difficult three-game stretch that we're going to have, and that is at Kentucky, at Alabama, and Tennessee at home. Um, Jace, I'm putting you on the spot right here. What is your prediction on those three games? Honestly, Chandler, I hope that we can win two of those. Um, but if I had to make a prediction right now, I would probably say that we'll come out with one of those three. But I, I feel like if you could come out with two of those three, it would be absolutely huge. And if you could come out with, with all three, um, you know, obviously depending on what our record is before then, but if you could come out with all three, I feel like you're probably going to be outright regular season SEC champions pretty easy. Yeah, um, if you come out with all three um national championship here we come. Um final four here we come. Um but yeah, that that's a, that's a heck of a three game stretch right there. Um going to Rupp Arena and then going to Tuscaloosa and 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 then hosting Tennessee at home. Um, Do you know what happened last time we hosted Tennessee at home to end the regular season SEC? That is true. It, we it ended pretty well, didn't it? it did. Um, and so that that that'll be an exciting three game stretch, and then the SEC tournament March eighth through twelfth um, should be um, back in Nashville. This back year. in Nashville, um, and I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I may try to go. Um, we'll see, but that's, that's Auburn's SEC schedule. And, um, I believe Auburn has 18 SEC games 
and I think I want to say eleven or twelve non-conference games. Yes. So we'll say let's say thirty games. What is your prediction on Auburn's record for this season, Jace? Uh, I'm gonna go with twenty-two and eight. Wow, great minds think alike. Because I was about to say twenty-two and eight, um, and that's 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 just kind of a a, a feeling that we we both have, and um, we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm, I'm hoping for, uh, and I'm 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 thinking my my second prediction besides 22 and eight was going to be 30 and 0. I'm hoping I'm hoping for my second prediction more than my first, but we will see. But that's all for this time on Inside the Jungle. Uh, Jason, any final words? Any parting words? I don't think so. Well, thank you for listening and War Eagle. Until next time, War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagles.